Today is Wednesday, June 22nd, 2022, and the Republican Party hates you. They have sold out their voters and sided with Democrats on gun control, gun confiscation, and red flag laws. Why did they do it? We'll cover it all in this show. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Fox News alert for you. We alluded alluded to it a moment ago. At this moment, the Senate is voting to advance a so-called gun control bill that is, in fact, a law that would allow police to confiscate firearms unconstitutionally, illegally, from American citizens who have not been charged, much less convicted of a crime. Now, many Republican senators, such as Joni Ernst and Shelley Moore Caputo, are reportedly voting yes on the bill. It's hard to believe that's true, but apparently it is. Senator John Cornyn, the lead Republican negotiator who has gone far left in recent years, is currently celebrating on the Senate floor because, again, only Ukrainians are allowed to have guns. Cornyn was just seen shaking hands with Chuck Schumer, his close friend. Is he representing the voters of Texas? No. But apparently John Cornyn isn't just stopping with guns. He has his sights now on immigration. Cornyn was just seen smiling while speaking to Democratic Senator Alex Padilla, saying, quote, first guns, now it's immigration. Has there ever been a greater, more brazen sellout of any group of voters than what Republican senators Mitch McConnell, John Cornyn, and the rest are doing right now? Talk about a subversion of democracy. If they keep this up, the system will collapse. You have to represent the interests of your voters. That's why you're there. So here we are, ladies and gentlemen, at the precipice of a moment where there is no more Democrat Party. There is no such thing as the Democrat Party. Joe Biden is muddling in the low 30s. The entire nation has seen how Democrats are indoctrinating our children, opening our borders, are collapsing our economy, destroying our dollar, destroying the stock market, destroying your 401ks, destroying the crypto market, destroying international relations, selling out to China, creating nuclear war with Russia, realizing that their policies are utterly failed and completely disastrous, and the entire nation is blaming them and going to deliver the greatest election loss to a single party in history, a crushing blow that will fracture the DNC into a thousand pieces, a Thanos glove snap that will end the functionality of the Democrat Party for all time fracturing it and scattering it among the stars and into the galaxies, what do the spineless, soulless scum inside of our Republican establishment bought and sold by corporate America like chits on a poker board, what do they do to their base? They sell you out and hand that same Democratic Party that has been atomized by their own imbecilic decisions and their own evil objective to put every interest other than the American people first, to indoctrinate your children, to sicken and poison this nation, and to destroy this place, what do the Republicans in the Senate do? They hand them a lifeline. On your screen right now is current polling from Rasmussen. Rasmussen, a spectacular pollster who went and asked thousands of likely voters, not Republicans, not conservatives, not Trump supporters, not MAGA people, likely voters, a mix of Democrats, independents, and Republicans, a solid mix, and asked them what are they concerned about in this nation. This poll was released yesterday. 
This poll says that the American people are concerned about, and I list in order, one, rising gas prices. 92% of Americans are concerned about it. Inflation, 91%. The economy, 89%. Violent crime. Now that's the kind of crime we're talking about in the inner cities where homicide rates have skyrocketed and hit records in dozens of places around America. Typically through George Soros-funded district attorneys. Violent crime, 88%. Election integrity, 83%. Very huge issue for Republicans and Democrats. All Americans care about election integrity. All rational Americans want free and fair elections where we agree on the winner and we agree on the loser. And that can only happen when the process of the election is legal and when the process of the election is fair. School issues, this would be encompassing grooming in the classrooms and sexual identity politics. Election cheating is 75% high up there with election integrity. And we've covered on this show people who are going to federal prison for ballot harvesting, Elections in California that have been turned over by a judge from illegal votes. Elections of Republicans in North Carolina that were turned over through illegal ballot harvesting and illegal vote getting. It's a problem and it must be addressed. Illegal immigration is 66. And those are the top percentage issues for any voter in America. Now, on every single one of these issues, I'm talking one through eight Democrats are at a massive deficit. Again, the averaging for Joe Biden is in the muddled to mid-30s in his polling. People are blaming, as they always do, the party in charge when things go south and collapse inside of a nation. When things start to suck, they blame the people who have the power and they look for alternatives. So with rampant inflation, with COVID vaccine mandates, with children and... (laughs) the youngest people in our society being subjected to the greatest evils in our society, whether whether you view that as, again, forced vaccination or drag queen story hour, all of it is malevolent and aimed at our children with an open border and with nuclear war approaching. What is the priority list of the Senate Republicans? Gun control, red flag laws, depriving you of your second, fourth, and fifth amendment rights. The fourth and fifth amendment declaring that there will not be unreasonable search and seizure and that you will have due process. Republicans, John Cornyn, at Mitch McConnell's behest, just betrayed you, the American people, the voters. They knew this was coming. We told them not to do this. John Cornyn, who is from Texas, hang your head in shame if you are from Texas. Shame upon your state. Shame upon you for sending this man to the Senate. John Cornyn should never be able to walk the streets of Texas again without a crowd of people booing him. He should never be able to be invited to a political function inside of Texas ever again without the crowd turning their backs and walking out. John Cornyn should be treated the way that Bill de Blasio was treated in the end stages of his reign of terror inside of New York that ended with the police officers turning their backs on him as he strode the streets of New York that ended with mass protests outside of the mayor's mansion there in Manhattan. John Cornyn should be anathema. He should be a cancer. 
an absolute and total disgrace and stain on the Republican Party forever and hang your heads in shame, you Texas Longhorns, for sending this man to Congress to betray you. Don't let it happen again. Fool me once. John Cornyn has been fooling the state of Texas for a long time. He is a traitor. We're currently in the month of June 2022. June 6th, 1944 was the infamous D-Day landing, something that changed the history of the world. Do you know that not since that landing has the S&P 500 had a worse start to their year? Not since World War II have stocks been hammered so hard in this nation. We were at global war before we had such a plunge in the stock market. Amazon down 37%, Tesla down 40%, and crypto just decimated. Now is the time, ladies and gentlemen, to start thinking about protecting what you own, what you have earned. And my recommendation is to consider precious metals. And the only company to do that with is Birch Gold. They're the only people that I trust. They can help you convert your IRA or 401k into a gold and silver backed IRA and 401k. A precious metal is something that has retained its value for all time. So it doesn't matter if it's world wars or if it's Joe Biden as president, this is a commodity that retains its value. I recommend Birch Gold because my family personally uses them to help diversify our finances, and I could not be happier with the service we received. Text Benny to 989898 to get a free zero-obligation info kit on holding gold in a tax-sheltered account. Ladies and gentlemen, make your finances Joe Biden-proof. Text Benny to 989898 and go gold. His allegiance is not to you. His allegiance is not to his voters because nobody, and we have showed you the polling, nobody wanted gun control in the Republican base. Not from Texas or from anywhere. Many senators from other red states voted for this, and we'll get to that. But here's how John Cornyn was welcomed to Texas this weekend when he was giving a speech at the Texas Republican Party State Convention. John Cornyn was given a warning. Listen. So let's take our country back, starting with Congress in November. Thank you, God bless you, and may God continue to bless our great state of Texas. John Cornyn should never be able to go out in public again in his home state of Texas without a crowd of Texans booing him. He backstabbed you. He handed, politically, there is absolutely no reason for him to hand Democrats a win on anything. Gun control is not in the remotest farthest region of a docket that Republican voters care about or all voters care about. Nobody wants this right now. John Cornyn is a Judas. He betrayed you, he betrayed our party, he betrayed the people who sent him to Congress, he did not listen to you. Instead, what he did, and what Republicans always do, is operate inside of the narrow function that the left allows them to operate in. And what I mean by that 
is that Republicans often, and Mitch McConnell does this, Lindsey Graham does this, and we're going to name and shame every one of the Republicans that voted to strip you of your rights and to defy the Constitution in this show. But let me set up the game first. The game works like this. Every five years, Republicans head back to their red states. They leave their cushy mansions in Virginia and Maryland, where they like to live, surrounded by the people that they like to hang out with, which are all lifestyle liberals and neoliberal apparatchiks for the permanent state. They leave the swamp, which is actually a hot tub for them. They call it the swamp. They head there and they realize it's actually a hot tub and they settle in and they realize it's actually very comfortable. They love it there. They head home and then they fake that they're going to represent you. They lie to you. They tell you that they will head to Washington with your interests in mind. And then every single time that evil stares them in the face and they get a chance to represent you, they backstab you. This is why I prefer Democrats to Republicans. I hate Republicans. I hate the Senate Republicans. Democrats will stab me in the face. It is better to know my enemy. It is better to be able to see my enemy on a battlefield. Democrats will stab me in the face and I know what they are about. They will tell me what they are about, and more than ever, they are a clear and present danger. I can see what the Democrats are going to do to me, my children, our side, our nation, and what we hold dear. Republicans will stab you in the back. You will think they are on your side, and they will Benedict Arnold you. They will Judas you. They will sell our side out for the shekels of silver that they can get from the clapping, drooling seals inside of the corporate media. And that is who they dance for. That is who they appease. Not a single Republican voter wants gun control. Not a single Republican voter in our country wants red flag laws. Every Republican voter knows that the Biden DOJ is listing parents as domestic terrorists at the behest of the teachers unions. If they've abused that, if they have abused the NSA, if they've abused the CIA, if they've abused the FBI, How many patriots are rotting in prison right now for trespassing on January 6th? They have abused every functionality of the government. Every power that's been given to them, they have weaponized politically to crush the MAGA movement, to crush the populist movement, to crush the patriot movement, to crush you, to erode and to defy and to trample on your constitutional rights. Every inch that they get, they use and point and sharpen directly towards taking freedom away from you. And now John Cornyn is handing them yet another another cudgel to smash you in the skull with. Red flag laws written in such an opaque and such a undefined manner that they can be fully and totally weaponized into the wholesale seizure of your private property in defiance of the American Constitution. And who let Democrats do this? They couldn't pass it on their own. 14 Republicans walked in to do this. Now, why is it happening? This is my last point on setting up the chessboard. It happens because these Republicans don't watch Benny, don't subscribe to The Benny Show. They don't subscribe to The Charlie Kirk Show. They don't subscribe to The Ben Shapiro Show. They don't subscribe to Dan Bongino Show. They don't watch Tucker Carlson at night. They don't follow Terrence Williams on Facebook. They don't follow David Harris Jr. on Facebook. They don't read Breitbart. They don't watch The War Room. They don't live inside of your ecosystem. The sites and the pundits and the commentators who have your best interests in mind, who have audiences in the multi-millions, who are the most watched people in the world. Tucker Carlson is one of the most watched people in the world. 
These people have your interests in mind. That is proven by their audience. We are very proud of our audience on this show as it, as it is growing organically and proving that we are resonating with our viewers and we are resonating because we speak your language and we talk and we define, define and defend you. That is what the purpose of this show is, The Benny Show. The senators in Washington that claim to be Republicans, that represent red states, the majority of them, that voted for this bill, do not consume conservative media. They do not watch or care about you. They do not wish to represent you. They do not listen to you or the pundits that you care about. Instead, they attack Tucker Carlson. They look down on and sneer at the Breitbarts of the world and the Daily Wires of the world. They watch... CNN. They listen to MSNBC and NPR. They read the New York Times. They get the Washington Post delivered to their doorstep every morning. And they live inside of the echo chamber because they are surrounded by it in Washington, D.C. And because all of their neighbors are liberals. And because all of their neighbors work for NPR and the New York Times and the Washington Post. All of their neighbors are friends with Taylor Lorenz. They believe that that is real life. And then they operate inside of the narrowly defined lanes that they are allowed to operate in that the left allows them to function in. The left says that gun control and climate change, I have it right here actually, from Rasmussen, the same poll, climate change, abortion rights, January 6th investigation, COVID-19, LBGTQ plus issues, Ukraine, gun control. This is the agenda of the corporate legacy media, the broken corporate media who is losing viewers, who are staging mass layoffs and selling themselves wholesale. CNN was sold as a, as a, at a fire sale. The New York Times and the Washington Post can't survive without being artificially inflated by, corp, by corporate social media companies that give them huge audiences that promote and prefer and boost their content and de-boost our content, they couldn't survive. Without social media and without the wholesale operational supplanting of an actual audience that they got from Twitter, for instance, 52 million people follow the New York Times on Twitter, yet they'll tweet something and get 10 retweets. How's that possible? It's fake. They get given freebies by the people who run the operations of audience. This is how they survive. This is how they are allowed to continue to even operate because they would have been sold for scraps. And CNN was just sold for scraps just a few months ago. This is the legacy media and this is their fate. But yet these Republicans listen to that legacy media and dance to their tune. The legacy media cares about those issues aforementioned that I just listed off. Those issues are not in line, even remotely, not one of them has crossover interest with what the American people are interested in. Yet our Republicans live inside of that echo chamber. They do not listen to you. They listen to the liberal leftist corporate overlords who tell them what issues they will be voting on and pushing forward. And then they do it. Dance, monkey, dance. 
These Republicans are scum. They do not deserve your vote. They do not deserve your support. They certainly do not deserve your donations. You should never donate again to the GOP. Never donate again to the Republican Senate Committee. Don't do it. Remember this last month when Elon Musk announced that he would be turning Twitter into a free speech company and that speech would be legal on the platform once more? Remember the demon screams from the left as they writhed and ripped their garments because there would be a place where conservatives might speak freely? Well, that's because the left knows that censorship and destroying conservative thoughts and ripping conservative websites down from the internet is one of their most powerful tools. It always is for the communists. That's why we host BennyJohnson.com and this show through RightForge. RightForge is the only internet server company that allows for free speech and will protect American virtues like freedom of association and thought. RightForge is the internet server company that protects the American internet and they are building their new internet right now. I totally recommend that you take your company and your products online over to RightForge at RightForge.com. RightForge.com, the real American internet until they take these 14 senators who I'm about to list and we're about to go into deep into their states, who they represent, and they make these senators resign in disgrace, which is what should happen, recant their vote, and apologize to the GOP base who they just betrayed. That should be the fate. That should be the fate of these people. Here's what's in the bill. The Red Flag Council The language of the bill calls for red flag laws. The language of the red flag law section says the right to be represented by counsel at no expense to the government. That means that the red flag laws listed in this bill, which are funded by this bill, 750 million for red flag law grants. 750 million will be given to the states to set up red flag councils to illegally and unconstitutionally take your guns. This is what Republicans voted for. We're gonna go line by line here. 750 million to steal your property and take your legally acquired firearms and then not allow you to defend yourself. The right to be represented by counsel at no expense to the government, meaning that if you don't have the money to defend yourself after they steal your firearms, your property, then you will go bankrupt trying to pay your own legal fees. This is what Republicans voted for. The bill also includes inside of the largest inflationary spiral and the worst spending binge, the drunken spending binge by these sailors in a whorehouse, which is every Republican and every Democrat on Capitol Hill, $1.4 trillion for local law enforcement agencies. So another trillion spent. 200 million for enhanced background checks, including updating the NICS records for juvenile records. Matt Gaetz said that this is using federal money to bribe states to enact red flag laws. This is precisely what they are doing. It is an end around. 
It is stating that you as a state will make red flag laws and here is the funding for it. They just voted for red flag laws. Gates restated saying that Cornyn's gun control package is literally using the federal government to bribe states to deprive citizens of their Second Amendment rights. What is the most corrupted federal agency in America right now? It is hard to argue that the worst would be the FBI. The FBI is the most contemptible and corrupted organization inside of America. Why? Because the FBI is a political enforcement Stasi for the Democrat Party. The FBI, in time after time after time, opts to protect Democrats like Hunter Biden and opts to attack Republicans, to put agents inside of the January 6th rally. We will never know the extent, or maybe we will someday, know the extent to which FBI agents infiltrated on January 6th and affected the outcome of that riot. We will never know the full extent to which the FBI was involved in the kidnapping plot of the Michigan governor. The FBI, this year alone, has been found guilty of covering up serial rape in the Larry Nasser case. They are now being sued for billions by the USA Team Gymnastics Squad. The FBI is irredeemably struck through with corruption. It is used as a secret police to attack conservatives and Republicans. It is irredeemable. It should be broken up. The FBI is an executive order by the president, and it could be undone by an executive order by the president. If you had in office a Ron DeSantis or a Donald Trump with a single stroke of a pen, they could eliminate the FBI. That would be the proper course of action. And then to rebuild on a state level, to decentralize the FBI from the federal bureaucratic ecosystem, and then to remake it. That is the only way you save a place so contemptible and so corrupt. That is why we need actual leaders in the Republican Party and not scum like John Cornyn, who just gave 100 million more for salaries and expenses to the FBI. That's right. In this bill, $100 million to the most corrupt, politically weaponized task force for Democrats in the country. The language of the Senate gun control bill was revealed on Tuesday and it expands background checks. It changes the period of time from three to 10 days for background checks. The bill says that if a federally licensed firearm holder contacts the NICS system, the National Criminal Background Check System, for a background check, a person under the age of 21, the Criminal History Repository for Juvenile Justice Information System, of which the state and person resides, will be contacted. Moreover, the appropriate state custodian and mental health adjudication records in the state in which the person resides will be contacted. Local law enforcement agency in the jurisdiction in which the person resides will be contacted. While all these numerous points of data are being contacted, the Senate gun control bill allows the FBI background check review system to be expanded from the current three business days to 10 business days. 
The legislation expands the prohibited buyers list by adding dating relationships. Closing the boyfriend loophole, the NRA responded saying that this bill falls short on every level. The NRA, of course, handing Mitch McConnell a few years ago a ceremonial gun for him to hold up on stage. These people will betray you until they feel the repercussions, and there will only be one repercussion they will understand. Them losing office, them being despised and hated and seethed at by their base. We cannot continue this democracy by having members of our party ignoring their voters and their base and betraying them. The NRA said this legislation can be abused to restrict lawful gun purchases, infringe upon the rights of law-abiding Americans, use federal dollars to fund gun control measures being adopted by state and local politicians. The NRA continued, this bill leaves much discretion in the hands of government officials and also contains undefined and overboard provisions inviting interference from and with our constitutional freedoms. The NRA dead on there. Well, then NRA, why are you handing awards to Mitch McConnell? Why? Why are you handing Mitch McConnell awards at your national convention? Maybe NRA, you should consider your influence and you should consider not supporting Mitch McConnell or any of these 14 Republican traitors ever again. It's time. The 10 Republicans who signed on to the bipartisan gun deal, handing Democrats their largest victory yet. Roy Blunt, Missouri. Richard Burr, North Carolina. Rob Portman, Ohio. Pat Toomey from Pennsylvania, John Cornyn of Texas, Tom Tillis of North Carolina, Bill Cassidy of Louisiana, Susan Collins of Maine, Lindsey Graham of South Carolina, Mitt Romney of Utah. GOP senators who voted to advance the bill. In addition, Lisa Murkowski of Alaska, Shelley Moore Caputo of West Virginia, Joni Ernst of Iowa, Mitch McConnell of Kentucky, Todd Young of Indiana. Very interesting selection of states there. Why don't we have a look at where these states are and who they've been voting for over the past few years. Let me remind you that there is not a single Republican that I know, polled or unpolled, not a single piece of data that you can show me, and we follow every poll and every trend to the letter. We bring up polls that shock us, that shock us on this show, on this program. We like to read polls that are countervailing to our, to our personal opinions. If a poll would show that Republicans are for grooming in schools, we would find that very interesting and we would do a whole show on it and go into the data. But we have not found in our extreme series of investigations and research for this program, a single poll that says Republicans are for gun control. We have not found a single poll that says that conservatives or the conservative base in any state in America is for gun restriction or red flag laws. Not one. Not a single one. So you must ask yourself then, why is it that Joni Ernst of Iowa, here's how Iowa voted in the last election, looks like a fairly red state. In fact, Trump won Iowa by 10 points walking away. This is a blood red state. I am from the state of Iowa, yet Joni Ernst voted against the people of Iowa voted in favor of her friends on Capitol Hill. Chuck Schumer, her friends, her friends, Dick Durbin, her friends in the Washington Post and in the New York Times and on CNN. Joni Ernst 
is a Judas. She betrayed the people of Iowa in order to get the drooling, seal-like applause from liberals who hate the state of Iowa, who are disgusted by this state when they have to travel there every four years for the presidential caucuses. Joni Ernst betrayed the people of Iowa. She betrayed their vo- her voters. Not a single voter in Iowa wants to have their gun their guns taken by the government. Not a single voter in Iowa wants red flag laws. Yet Joni Ernst said, screw you. I don't care about you. I care about the drooling approval of the leftists inside of the cocktail circuit in Northern Virginia. They're my neighbors. They're my actual constituents. And I hate you. West Virginia, Shelley Moore Caputo voted in West Virginia for red flag laws and for gun restrictions. That's what West Virginia looked like in the last presidential election. Donald Trump won every county. Joe Biden got 20% of the vote, probably less than that. Shelley Moore Caputo voted to steal your guns and to create government incentives to steal your firearms. West Virginia, are you listening? Utah, Mitt Romney voted for the government to take your guns. Mitt Romney voted against his own people, although you could argue that Mitt Romney doesn't really have a people. He's run for senator in, I think, like 50 different states. Mitt Romney was the governor of Massachusetts back in the 90s, ran for Senate in Massachusetts. Now he's running for Senate in the state of Utah. Got it? Real hometown player. Mitt Romney does not care if the people of Utah were run over by a train. Mitt Romney wouldn't care if the state of Utah was on fire, including his own family's home. Mitt Romney only cares about the tepid applause and ching-chings that he'll get from the champagne glasses inside of parties in Georgetown with Washington Post editors and New York Times editors that hate Mitt Romney. And Mitt Romney doesn't even drink, so why would he even go to these parties? Sickening. Donald Trump said it best in his post on Truth Social. The gun deal, the deal on gun control currently being structured and pushed in the Senate by radical left Democrats with the help of Mitch McConnell and Rhino Senator John Cornyn of Texas and others will go down in history as the first step in a movement to take your guns away. Republicans, be careful what you wish for. It's not Republicans. Here's my edit to that truth that Donald Trump put up on Truth Social. My edit to that is that Republicans aren't wishing for this at all. You will have to show me in a piece of data or a piece of polling that Republicans care. No one cares. No one wants this. These Republicans are Judases. They're backstabbers. They're oath breakers. They're committing blood libel against their base. They are sickening, corrupted, repugnant, slimy, spineless group of liars and frauds who lie to their base one out of every five years and then head into the swamp to sit in the putrid scum sludge with their best friends 
The leftists who hate them and hate their voters. We will not have a democracy. We will not have a representative republic for long with people like this. And I ask this simple question. When was the last time that Democrats from blue states crossed party lines? I'm talking dark blue states. I'm not talking purple states. Of course, you're going to have Joe Manchin, who represents a Republican state. And you're going to have Kristen Sinema, who represents a purple state at best. Arizona was a red state. Two Republican senators voting Republican in every single the state that Barry Goldwater's from. Arizona was a Republican state up to just seconds ago. I'm talking blue states. I'm talking California, Connecticut. When was the last time that a senator from Rhode Island or Delaware voted with Republicans to advance a piece of Republican legislation? Build the wall. Are senators from Connecticut siding with Republicans to build the wall? Of course not. Because it only goes one way. The deterioration, the degradation, and the humiliation of the Republican Party only goes one way. And it is because of an echo chamber that controls everything in this country. It is because of an echo chamber that hates you and that thoroughly corrupts and infects the minds like a virus of these weak scum who claim to be Republicans, but who sell you out at every single turn. And the most disgusting part about it is that it would not have stopped a single bullet from being fired in Uvalde. This is happening because of the Uvalde school shooting. The only reason that this is being pushed is because of the emotional manipulation that is happening after this Uvalde school shooting. But what are we finding out about the Uvalde school shooting? Well, we're finding out that criminals behave criminally, that gun control doesn't stop criminals from getting their hands on guns, legally or illegally. It certainly doesn't stop criminals from doing drugs or rape or abuse. There are cocaine laws. There are laws against murder. It doesn't stop murder. Criminals don't adhere to laws and mentally ill people don't adhere to laws. Gun control would not have stopped the school shooting in Uvalde. You know what would have stopped the school shooting in Uvalde? Toxic masculinity. Police officers doing what they are paid to do. What would have stopped the Uvalde shooting was cops who were inside the building, we are now finding out, from the state police Head of the Texas State Police, Stephen C. McCraw, this according to the Post Millennial, who spoke to a state Senate committee in Texas on Tuesday, where he heavily condemned the response that police had at Robb Elementary Massacre that saw 19 children and two teachers killed. He said that officers were on the scene and could have stopped the gunman's rampage within three minutes. Steve McCraw, listen to what the man had to say. There's compelling evidence that the law enforcement response to the attack at Robb Elementary was an abject failure and antithetical to everything we've learned over the last two decades since the Columbine massacre. Three minutes after the subject entered the West Building, 
There was sufficient number of armed officers wearing body armor to isolate, distract, and neutralize the subject. The only thing stopping a hallway of dedicated officers from entering room 111 and 112 was the on-scene commander who decided to place the lives of officers before the lives of children. There are images released of at least a half dozen officers, rifles drawn with ballistic shields standing in the hallway of Robb Elementary School with more than enough manpower and more than enough, you wouldn't even need it, one man could have taken down this human scum, which is exactly who you are if you go and kill children. One person with a gun, one teacher with a gun, one school safety officer with a gun. But they had an army at their backs, a ballistic shield and rifles, and they were ready to go. And they were given the order to stand down. There is compelling evidence the law enforcement response to the attack of Robb Elementary was an abject failure and antithetical to everything that we've learned over the past two decades since Columbine's massacre, he said. The officers had the weapons, they had the body armor, the children had none. There's a viral tweet going around. One of the teachers who died at Robb Elementary called her husband, said she had been shot in the leg. She was on the phone with her husband. Her husband grabbed his gun and ran into the school, and the cops stopped him, disarmed him, and held him back. Multiple parents who were rushing to school to save their children were handcuffed and detained. These people are sick bastards. They belong in prison, these officers. They should never, ever see the light of day again. Throw away the keys. They are, in my personal opinion, accessory to manslaughter. This is what happens when you attack toxic masculinity in society. When good men do nothing. The Texas investigator commented that Ramondo's actions in the months prior saying that the gunman was moving towards a pathway to violence and had taken the demeanor of a school shooter. Ramon, uh, Ramondo w- had waited until his 18th birthday to purchase two firearms and 2,000 rounds of ammunition while he was sharing his plans online. Police were in the building within minutes of the school shooter's arrival, but did not open any classroom doors to confront him. They sat and allowed him to murder and rampage for nearly an hour, restraining parents and restraining themselves. We won't have a society for long if good men are allowed to do nothing. We won't have a society for long if only one side is playing to win. America will not survive if Republicans do not play to win. The left is playing to win. Every single chessboard move Every action is taken for the full and complete destruction of this country and everything that you hold dear. The right 
is a party of controlled decline. They wish to have controlled decline. And until we put in leaders who are willing to, as DeSantis does every single day, punch back, metaphorically bloody the nose of the left, and to push for the values that his voters demand, and to say to the left, no more. It's time that we go on offense. We are the majority. We are the populist movement. Populism is popular. We are 80% of the nation. We are a moral nation. And we will begin to take land from you. We will begin to take ground from you. You have been, the left has been on a 50 to 70 year, depending on how far back you want to go, you could go to Woodrow Wilson. Woodrow Wilson with the permanent federal state, the establishment of the permanent federal state to FDR, to the establishment of the permanent federal payout system for votes, go to LBJ, to the permanent federal societies and the weaponization of the full weaponization of American intelligence against the American people, to Clinton, to Obama, to Biden. The left has been on a cultural march to erode and to destroy this place. And Republicans had allowed them to do it. Never once drawn a line in the sand and said no more. Never once taken back an inch of land. Only capitulation. Only only slowing the decline. It is time for fighters. America won't last another generation with these types of Republicans. So we will fight on this show. We will support on this show only those Republicans who stand in the gap and say no. It's time. We have our priorities straight on this show. God, family, country. That's what we care about. We're free men and women. And we will only stay that way if we send our representatives to Congress to do a single thing, and that is to go on offense and to take from the left the only thing they care about, which is power. That's it. Will to power. In the coming days and weeks, we'll get into more as to how that can happen and what the playbook needs to be. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show.